Sorry to all my fans. I'm on a golf page, and a lot of these dudes are old weirdos. Real weird. I think I know the man, and, and I've and I love him. We love him. It's not about me. It's all about we. Hey, Blimp Boy, you talked about my mother the wrong way, man. Where's the first tee, and what's the course record? I'm ready. Clubhouse VIP. This is episode 67. My name is Woody, and I am joined with Pro K. What's up, man? What's going on? Not a whole lot. It looks like there might be a, a mess going on in Mardi Gras, though. Uh, usually. Would you ever go to Mardi Gras? New Orleans? Absolutely not. I went Would to you- New Orleans once and it was, it's a, it's like the nastiest city in the world. Fallujah of America? Yes. Have you like, ever been to Fallujah? Fortunately not. Do you know what country Fallujah is located? Yeah, Iraq. Oh. It was the most dangerous city in the world for a while during the Iraqi war. It's a city in Al-Anbar, Iraq. I I knew what city it was when I was sending it. Well, we know somebody that's in New Orleans right now. Friend of the program. Bird lady. Bird lady. Um, yellow belly sap sucker watcher Casey and apparently there's some gang violence going on down there the block is hot it's always hot the place is a war zone it's basically Chicago South Chicago South yeah Yeah, it's not. I mean, I've been there. It's cool to go there once because it is like it's got a ton of history, like a ton of history. Mm -hmm. But it's dirty as fuck. Like, it's just like obnoxiously. dirty. It's like dirty. Like no one even tries to keep it clean. It's like it's it reminds me of like uh, like a single mom that's got like three, three kids, no help, three jobs. The, and, the house, uh, and the house is always a mess and she doesn't give a fuck because she's like always working, doesn't have time to clean and the kids just don't help. That That's what it reminds me of. Yeah. Bourbon Street might be the dirtiest street, the dirtiest block in the in the United States. Dirtiest, dirtiest street slash block in America. Yes. So if you were talking to our our friends in uh, Amsterdam, Holland. The UK, you would tell them to avoid New Orleans? I would. I would absolutely, I would never suggest anyone go to New Orleans. Well, hopefully everything's okay with Casey. We still don't have proof of life. No, hopefully it is. Uh, No, they, I, I, sent you a link she uh 
She was not listed in one of the people that were shot. <laughs> she wasn't? Okay. Was she listed in one of the people that was doing the shooting? She was not. Okay, so she's not a suspect? She was like a 20-year-old. Oh, yeah. She, that's half her age. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, big big week this week. Remember, remember uh, on, on episode 66 when I asked you, I was like, is there any golf coming up that's worth talking about? And you immediately said no. Uh-huh. That was a lie. It, I... I Detect no lies. February 24th through the 26th is the Mayakoba. Liv's first event of the year. Right. Who's going to come out hot on Liv this year? Danny Lee. You think it's Danny? Is Danny Lee on Liv? I don't even know. Or maybe Brendan Steele or big signings. When do they sign? What am I missing here? When did they sign? Today. Danny oh, Lee. It was today. Brendan Steele. Uh, Thomas Peters. Ooh, that's and, a good one. And uh, somebody else. He could be a friend of the program because there is a big following in uh, in Holland. He's he's Dutch, isn't he? He's, I think he's Belgian. That's, they all wear shoes, wooden shoes. He's from a place that wears wooden shoes, right? Uh, I don't, I don't know. If you're from a country that wears wooden shoes, you're a friend of this program. I'm pretty sure he is. Thomas Peters is a good player. He is. He just hated to, hated to travel. He actually, which is ironic since Liv plays pretty much most of their events in the U.S., he hated the U- traveling in the U.S. because all the city is just the same. Well, to be fair, though, like he's talking about like yeah, every, he's every he's talking about every single week. It's like somewhere in the United States outside of like the random one in like Mexico. It's all North America. Outside of like special events that are in like Saudi, because I mean, PGA Tour is owned by Saudi too. Can't get away from Saudi. Does this tour have? I didn't know the PGA Tour had an event in Saudi. Well, there's some event over there. Rory no. goes over there and plays. They have one in uh, in Dubai. The, That's it's the, all the, the same. The PGA Tour doesn't. The DP World Tour does. It's all the same. Saudi owns Peters everything. Gave up, he gave up membership to the tour because he hated the travel in the U.S. So now he signed up for a tour that plays most of their events in the U.S. It's like eight events, bro. Eight. It's like 10 out of 14. 10 events. 10 events. Out of 14. Ten. How many events does the PGA Tour play in the United States? As many as you want. They 50, play like every week. Like 50. Like uh-huh. we're talking about 10. 10 events. Correct. And all you have events. to play is 10 if you want. No, but you need, we've already gone over this. You need more than that to get the but points. You can play 10 in the US and then you could play the Canada event, the Mexico event, the Scottish event, the 
Uh, the one in Japan. Who, who wants to go to fucking Canada and play? Who wants to go to uh? Where do they go? They go to Bangkok or some nonsense. Then they go to. Then you spend two weeks of your life in Saudi Arabia. Yes, on a compound because you can't leave because they'll dehead you. (laughs) No, but they don't. Citizens of Saudi hate. They don't. No, they don't. No, they don't. Saudis love. I'm from Saudi. That's the homeland. I'm I got a from buddy Saudi. that travels to Saudi for work. He is he can't get out of his out of the vehicle besides at the hotel. That's so that's a lie. That's a lie. Listen, get Saudi's the, same in Mexico. Guys that go to Mexico City, they get in their vehicle for with their driver at the airport. Wait, hold they on. Get you're to their you're, hotel. You're comparing Saudi to Mexico City, like owned by the cartel, bro? No. They're Saudis love Americans. Listen, you might have like 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 you. You you are racist against Muslims, right? So there's definitely Muslims in Saudi no. that hate I'm, Americans, I'm speaking right? Speaking from a buddy that goes and works there. I was born there. I, I am Saudi. I look at my beard. Okay. L- listen to it. I'm gonna rub it in the in the thing. You hear that? That's Saudi hair, bro. I was born there, but I'm not a citizen there. But Saudis <laughs> love Americans. You know why? You know why they love Americans, dude? Do you know the history of Saudi? Do you understand the history of Saudi? Mm-hmm. We will always get along with Saudi. There will never be issues with us in Saudi, ever. The only reason we get along... Well, we don't get along with Saudi. We do. We, we, we do. buy oil from them. No, we don't just buy it from them. We get it out of the ground. Like It's a whole thing, dude. Yeah, I know. Like, we, we will have a, never we have a problem with Saudi. In Saudi. That we can't, like, the people that work there, they can't leave it because they'll be killed. No, they won't be killed. Listen, it's just like this. Like, listen, if, if, you're, if you're in a trailer park in Loretto, Tennessee, probably not a good place to be Muslim. You know what I mean? Probably not a safe place to be Muslim. There's places like that the everywhere. There aren't able enough to to injure you. They'll throw rocks and shit at you. They'll try to steal your golf balls. That's about it. Uh, only if they're Kirklands, from what I understand. They 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 might say mean things to you, but you're safe. Um, I'm excited about Lib's first event, though. Are you? Where's it at? What course are they playing? It's it's the Mayakoba, the El Camelion Golf Course. Mm-hmm. You didn't know this? It's in fucking Mexico. Well, you you put me on the spot, thinking I didn't know it. You didn't know yesterday. You didn't know it was happening. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to it. I had other things on my plate, but then as as, as soon as we got done recording, I'm like, wait a minute. Proke's a hater. Liv's coming up. I mean, we're not going to like get into it, into it, but yeah, Liv's coming up, guys. If you're listening to this podcast, get excited. First event of Liv, El Camelion. Am I saying that right? 
I have no idea. Camion golf a, course in Mexico. It's the it's the Mayacoba. It's a trash golf course when the tour plays it. It was a trash golf course with tour playing it's a trash golf course with live playing it. That being said, the style of golf that it is, you can essentially eliminate Cam Smith, you can eliminate Bryson, eliminate Brooks, probably eliminate DJ. It's going to be one of the poofers that hit it straight down the middle. Uh, well, well, Victor, Hov- Victor D- Hovland's won there like the last two years. Uh, the tour event there because it's it's like tunnel golf. It's awful. Do we have an update of uh, DJ's world ranking? Because I know uh, the, I know you like live by 50. the world ranking. You you it's live like by 50th. the world ranking, and that's a fair ranking for DJ. That he he's definitely outside the top fifty in the world. Hard to say. He doesn't play golf anymore. Uh, hard to say. Golf. Hard to say. Okay. Is that, that's he what you're going with? He's So you're yeah. saying it's plausible that he actually is. No, it's, it's, he is probably better than his, he's for sure better than his okay. ranking, but he doesn't play golf and competitive events anymore. So just judging by your statement right now, then the world golf rankings should actually be called the unofficial world golf rankings because they're not really official. No, they're official for people that play, like, I don't play events that get an amateur world golf points, so I don't have a world ranking. Well, you can't call it official. If I were to play in events, which I could, you could just sign up, get world ranking points, then I'd have a world rank. Right, but if you think about the- play in events that go- He can. He can go play in the- uh, any of those other tours, he just can't play in a PJ tour. The other guys are doing it. DJ just doesn't care. So, so he, but, but again, we're talking about the, uh, the, the title of it is official world. Uh-huh. You can't just make up rankings. rankings. Like, like DJ can't not play in the last six months and be like, well, I think I should be 10th because why, why should you be 10th? You don't play golf. You quit. You retired. Well, he plays on. He plays on live. He just plays on a different tour. He does. He's played since uh, what was it? Last uh, July, whenever this stupid thing started, he's played like seven tournaments. If you consider live tournaments, he's played like seven. He played, and he's won how many of them? Two major. He won one live event. No, he's won more than one. No. He won the entire live championship, like the whole damn thing. That doesn't, that's, they, they said, hey, DJ, you were the first to came over. Here's $5 million. He's the, he's by far the best player on that golf tour. And he, and him being ranked outside of the top 50, that just means the official world golf rankings are no longer official. They're not official. They're where should Jack? Uh, where should Jack Nicholas be ranked? He doesn't play anymore. He hasn't played in how many years? Tiger's ranked. Uh, Tiger's ranked like eleven hundredth. Should he get a high? Should he be ranked higher? Because he went I, and played this weekend. I think weekend that's way too the, high for him. I think that's way too high for he him. He went and played this weekend and finished like fortieth. 
to be fair, I, I think I should be ranked higher than Tiger. He just him, played him, a, him even having a ranking is laughable. Did you by the way, did you hear his announcement? He came out just in case anybody was wondering, he's only playing in majors from here on out. It was breaking news. Did you know that? Did you know that he's only going to be playing I in heard majors? I say that he, he uh, well, he's answered in his interview yesterday. He's like, he's not going to play much outside of majors. No, he said he wasn't going to play at all, I think. Mm-mm. Shocking news. I thought he was going to put at least 25 on his schedule. Uh, he'll probably play one or two a year outside of the majors. Probably the ones that he sponsors. And he'll, he'll, str- play, and he'll, he'll struggle to make the cut. And he'll struggle to make the cut by a stroke. That's okay. He, yeah, he'll he, make he, the cut. And, and he'll get official world golf rankings for going out there and just uh, tapping the ball around and giving players tampons. Mm-hmm. Seems legit. All right, so we're moving on. So you get world golf rankings. You play in tournaments and you make the cut. And then you get points for where you finish. So this is going to be, so before we move on, I'm excited about Liv. Everybody should be excited about Liv. As you can hear in Proke's tone, he is very upset. He still hates Liv. I can't fathom why anybody would be excited about it. It's just so bad. I'm (laughs) I'm super excited about it. And the tour, from what it sounds like, is going to destroy, like the, the last two events on tour were elevated events where all the top guys play. And it sounds like they're going, and it was good. And you had guys that were in the lower rankings earn a bunch of points because they, points and money because they made the cut and played well. Yeah, but But I I, I don't want to hear it though. The tour is going to destroy those events by making them limited field, no cut events where you can't get, that's what I'm saying. It's going to be so boring to watch them. That's what I'm saying. Like live is live is changing the fabric of golf. They're destroying golf. They're destroying professional golf. How, How are they controlling what the PGA tour does though? Because they're the PGA tour has to make stupid events why? Why do they have to? Why are they, from going there, you're, you're telling me that it's it's such a bad league, it's such a bad tour, it's not real golf. So why doesn't the tour just keep doing what they're doing? Why why are they changing? To keep guys from going and taking guaranteed hit giggle money. What does that got to do with uh, limited field events and no cuts? What does that got to do with that? What do you mean? Was it? To, it's you everything just, to do with that. You, you, all they got to do is just. You don't have to be. You can suck on live and make a whole bunch of money. You don't have to play good golf. Well, no, because you it's won't be on live. Meaningless. You won't be on live very long if you're constantly you shooting mean? eighty. Because aren't, aren't they? The guys are, live couldn't couldn't keep their card. It was one. Chase it was Cook. one season. One season, bro. One Chase season. Cook. The inaugural season, Proke. The Chase, inaugural season. Chase you Cook is still there. Are, he could not. He couldn't cut it on mini tours. 
Listen, you know the you you know that meme of that girl, that liberal girl that's like screaming with the glasses on. That's what you sound no, like right uh, now. I don't you care. You are that girl. You are that girl right now. It's bad. It's bad. Period. It's bad for golf. It's bad for. It's really bad for professional golf. PGA Tour should have innovated a long time ago, bro. They they were the players were telling them to do it. They didn't do it. So look what happened. Just wait till Tiger and Rory's little fucking video game golf comes out. That's going to make a big splash. Who cares? I could care less about that. It's a joke. It's going to be on a Monday for. That's worse than live. That's worse than live. It's not. It's it's not being. It's not trying to be sold as tournament golf where it's a tour. Well, it can't be. It it can't be because they're not playing tournaments. It's as legit as lives. Crap no. product. No, it's not. They're playing uh, it, top it, golf. They're playing top golf, bro. They might it might be more competitive than live. Are you gonna go on record it's by it, saying it's hit, more competitive it in, than live? You're gonna go on record by saying screen. you're gonna go yeah, by saying go hitting that, into yeah. the okay. You are the liberal girl screaming right now. That's that's what you are. You're the liberal girl screaming that meme. That's you're the l- golf version of that of that girl screaming with the glasses and the beanie on. Okay. All right, so moving like on. The, half of these guys the the way these guys made it. Guys on live. Patrick Reed Mondayed into like eight straight events to get to make it. There is no with live golf. There that doesn't exist. There's no path for Patrick Reed to get to make it. What's what's the path for an, for an NFL player to make it? To get drafted out of college. Are all players drafted? Nope. So what do they need? What, where? Where are you going to get Patrick Reed had no staff. Where are they going to, where are they going to, if you're not drafted, then how do you get on the team? You really don't. Well, you do. You can get an undrafted free agent, but none of those guys ever play. So rare that they ever make a team. They just rare that they, it's rare that they don't make a team. It's rare that they ever make a team. Undrafted free agents. That's that's completely that's completely they, wrong. They, that's they completely sit on the wrong. practice squad and get their faces mashed. It's in. it's it's unlikely that they will become a Hall of Famer. It's unlikely they'll become a starter. But there's a large portion of the NFL. Yeah, but who that comes from undrafted players? Let's go. Let's see who is uh, who on live is an undrafted free agent that's a Hall of Famer. Well, they're Brooks all still Kepka. playing. They're all still playing. Brooks Kepka. Well, first of all, golf Hall of Fame is a joke. Ian like, don't even, wait, are you comparing golf Hall of Fame to the NFL Hall of Fame? Are you doing that right no. now? That's not even. That's that's not even no, in the I'm, same discussion. I'm comparing skill level. Like who, who, whose pathway that they made it to where they are in their career is eliminated by ways, uh, formats like live and the. It's WGCs. been it's been one year. You don't even know what Liv's gonna look like. Live in five years is not gonna be even closely compared to what Liv was year one. 
they're going to essentially draft players. They're going to recruit players. They're going to give contracts to players just like every other sport. I honestly don't think Liv exists in five years. You and you honestly said that Liv wouldn't even have a first event. There, there, there's also there's already rumors of guys wanting out. There's rumors Brooks. from no, yeah. There's rumors of Brooks wanting out based on the uh, the, the PGA Tour guys, the fanboys watching the the Netflix special. That's where that came from. What's that? He said no. He didn't even. I saw, I saw the same comments on Twitter. It's 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 people that were watching that. What and they, and they somehow gathered after watching that that he's unhappy where he's at right now. Like he would be more happy uh, on the. There's PGA no board. chance that you could watch that and gather. No, that. because he because he would be more ha- in their opinion in their mind after watching that that he would be more happy on the PGA tour. There's no way you can watch that and gather that. It's impossible. That's, that's what they were saying. That's I mean, these are I mean, I can pull it up on Twitter Brooks, right now. All of Brooks Kepka episode is well before Liv even exists. No, it has nothing to do with Liv. They're saying that he was just happier. They they're comparing and contrasting the behind the scenes. There was there was of at him. no point at no point in Brooks Kepka's episode was he happy. Zero. Well, that's what they're saying. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not putting words in their mouth. This is what they're saying. They're saying all the PGA Tour fans. It's all over Twitter. It's all I have over not Twitter. Seen that once. It's anywhere. Go on to all the. Go to all the fanboys. Are, are, are you talking Tour. about live, live, live? Rob one two five eight nine ten eleven. All the live bots. No, I'm talking about your all your uh, PGA Tour fanboy pages. They're all screaming that the what Brooks are is on unha- fanboy pages. Every single um, uh, Twitter account that sucks the PGA Tour's cock. Every single one of them. I don't know any of those. You don't know any of them? You don't know one of them? You don't know any of them? You don't know any of them? What, what about your boys no laying up? They are super critical of the tour. They are PGA Tour fanboys. They are PGA Tour fanboys. What about your boy? What about your boy from CBS? What about your boy from CBS? Which one? The the the, the, the idiot. The idiot. No, the fucking idiot. What's his name? Um, biggest fanboy on Twitter. Kyle Porter. Porter. There you go. Yeah. I think he even tweeted about fucking Brooks not not being happy. I think that's what that's the first thing I saw. I don't know. I think you can uh you can I don't know. Anyway. Whatever. As you, as you can see, Proke is still very upset about about Liv. He's not excited not about, about it. About the, the league continuing their second season. He and he's on the record earlier last year, about this time last year, saying that Liv wouldn't even have a single event. Listen, I don't watch the PGA Tour event that's at Mayakova. It's an awful golf course. I'm not going to watch the Live Tour event at Mayakova either. I'm excited for Live. There's the Live people out there. What's up? It's going to be a good season this year. You can watch it on tape delay. And I cannot wait to see and hear. Like, I'm looking forward to all the Twitter tears. From the PGA Tour fanboys, starting with Proke. It's going to be a rough season for Proke. 
I don't think it is. It's, it's going to be a rough season for Proak. He's not going to be. be he's already hilarious. not happy about this. He already tried to like not talk about it on last episode. Well, there's nothing to talk about. It's the first fucking event for the in, for the tour. That's news. Who cares. The world cares, bro. Our pe- <laughs> Nobody cares. The, the people that are that, that eight lo- people that watch it yeah, care. The and all eight of Bruce's them are, are family. And all eight of them are huge fans of this podcast. And the ones that live in countries with wooden shoes are looking forward to this. Yeah. So moving on, they, they can watch it on tape delay, and that's fine. Moving on, like we said last episode, this episode, the the, the core of it, we're gonna do. Our top five quarterbacks, running backs, and receivers of all time. What the fuck is this? <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's, it looks it's, like a manatee with a t-shirt with a shirt on. What is that? It's Brett Douglas's stock yardages. <laughs> oh my god! What, did who did, so, did he make it or did somebody else make it? Normally made it. Oh, let me see it. Let me see it. We got to cover this real quick. Hold on. Yes. All right. 2022, Brett Douglas, <laughs> stock yardages, sandwich. These are just smoothies. Just, just smooth. These are stock numbers. These are, these yeah, are range stock. numbers. Not, not going after it. Right. These are range numbers. Sandwich, 40 yards. <laughs> Gap wedge, 55 yards. Pitching wedge. 65 yards. <laughs> Nine iron, 75 yards. Eight iron, 85 yards. <laughs> Seven iron, 100 yards. Six hybrid, 110 yards. Five hybrid, 120 yards. Four hybrid, 135 yards. Seven wood. <laughs> 145 yards, five wood, 160, three wood, 180, and driver, 200. Wow. Bombing it. <laughs> are these carry numbers or are these rollout numbers? Oh, those are total. Those are after the rollout. Gormley, <laughs> this is the funniest thing you've ever done. This is top five funniest things I've seen clubhouse was, he, he he captioned it the 2022 chattanooga senior champ finally got his due absolute unit jesus christ that's fucking hilarious and what the funniest part about that is it's actually real numbers like they're not even jokes it's like it's not even a joke it's just funny that he's created a meme out of it but the numbers are real <laughs> This is funny. Gormley, that's fucking hilarious, dude. You <laughs> you deserve to motorboat some gigantic boobs. Which he will, he will do. Which he will 100% do. He will do that. He has access to them. All right. Moving on to what everybody's here for. Let's start with quarterbacks. Are you prepared for this? Enough. I, I, I've had to work at work recently. It's it's tough. I don't like it because you're an engineer. They're actually making you engineer shit. Yeah, training your replacement. Training somebody's replacement. All the old guys. So what does that mean? Does that mean you're not prepared for this? 
Uh, no, I, I know, I know, I can. Get, good, let's go. All right, this is what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna come. I'll do mine first, and you can do yours. Just don't copy me. I know you have a habit of copying my shit. Just don't copy my shit. If it comes out looking exactly like mine, that's a problem. We got to have different difference. You it's know, not. Here. Tom Brady's number one. All right. Well, no, no, no. Here we go. Here's mine. All right. So coming in at number five, Brett Favre. Favre. And I mean, if you want to elaborate on this, we can. I figure we just elaborate on what the differences are. If there was a, like a like a like a striking difference, so, but my five would be Brett Favre. My number four would be Elway. My number three is Montana. My number two is Br- Manning. <laughs> the Peyton version of Manning. And number one is Johnny Unitas. No, I'm kidding. It's Tom Brady. But with that being said, there are a couple of people on the fringe. Like I think, I think Drew Brees is in that conversation. Just outside the top five. I think Johnny Unitas is just outside the top five. I think your boy Aaron Rodgers, when he hangs it up, he's going to be just outside the top five. You got the guys like Steve Young, Dan Marino, and Ben Roethlisberger that are on the fringe as well. But that's my top five. Again, Brady's leading it, then Peyton, then Montana, then Elway, then Favre. What say you? I got five. I have Ben Roethlisberger. Hate him. That's Hate horrible. That Why, how, on, before him. you go any further, how do you put him at? How do you put him at five? Like above? No, I tell you what. Go ahead. Go ahead and finish because I want to know how he skipped. There's like two or three people. I want you to explain how he skipped their numbers. But go ahead, finish Four, the whole thing. Peyton Manning. That's dumb. Three, John Elway. Two. Joe Montana and one Tom Brady. How do you put Peyton Manning? I'm sorry. How, well, for, how do you put Peyton Manning at four? Are you serious? You hate man the Mannings? You hate them? No, I like Peyton Manning. That's obnoxious, but I'll be honest with you. That's like not Peyton even Manning. close. Peyton Manning is. You put, hold on. You put Roethlisberger above Favre? Mm-hmm. Roethlisberger is Roethlisberger outside of Tom Brady. I I didn't see. It's possible Montana also. Dude, he's not even in front of Aaron Rodgers. I, I haven't seen. I didn't see Montana play enough. You should look at numbers. Look at numbers. Look at Tom Brady and Joe Montana. Ben Roethlisberger is probably the most clutch quarterback to ever live. Ever I don't play know. Football. Listen, I don't. Dude, if, if, no, if, if Tom no. Brady has, or I'm sorry, if if Ben Roethlisberger gets the ball in the, at the end of the game, they're scoring. Period. Listen, um, he is the only. Re- All right, so this is what. So this is clutch quarterbacks ever played again. I can already tell everybody listening right now. I can't wait to hear the running backs and receivers because what he's doing right now, he's a Browns fan. He lives in Ohio and he's had to see Roethlisberger twice a year, sometimes 
Well, no, usually twice well, a year because the Browns aren't in the playoffs. But twice a year, every year that he's been alive, and only quarterback he's ever known in Pittsburgh is Roethlisberger. So he just has, like, he's just seen it so much to where now he thinks he's above. Bro, I, I honestly don't what think. What have to do with it? I, he, if you look at ben all the hasn't had to, didn't have to try in any games against Cleveland. If but you've just seen him, you've been exposed to him. He's been in the division. Just he's like, in the playoffs every year. Just like Manning with Jacksonville, right? Like he was in the fucking same division as us, so we got to see him a lot. Like I, I got a lot I of respect. See for him Manning. a lot too because he's on primetime coverage every every week. But l- let me let me all right. If you look at the numbers and you actually like put all the names on a table. If you, you look at numbers, hold on. Uh, Peyton Manning should be two. No, you have to consider several things. Peyton Manning is an absolute choke artist. You have once to con- calendar turns to January. You have to consider several different factors. It's not just one thing. It's not just Super Bowls. It's just not. It's not wins. It's not yards. It's not. It, it's it's a yes. lot of stuff altogether. That's one. Good um, at everything. I don't. I think if you put all the names on a table, I'm being dead ass serious. I don't know if Roethlisberger's in the top ten. Now he's not far outside of it. He's probably around like eleven, twelve, ten, nine, eight, somewhere in there. But I guarantee you, there could be a debate made that he's outside the top ten. I don't think so. I don't he, know how you put him in the top five. Like top five is out of pocket. Like that's ridiculous. Like not even close. Like he doesn't sniff top five. Like I'm willing to almost say Tony Romo's in the discussion of, of Ben Roethlisberger. No, not even, not even, no. Ben Roethlisberger, there's, no. The dude is, no. <laughs> You're ben not. Ben Roethlisberger's better than, ranked higher than Steve Young? Yes. Brett Favre, Jim Kelly? You just didn't. You don't. You're just not familiar with these other people, dude. I don't know if I I'm put them up above Frank. With everybody. I watched Johnny Unitas. Johnny Unitas. I, I couldn't tell you anything about Johnny. Well, that's what I'm talking about. He dude. was retired before I was born. But you're supposed to do a little bit of research on this. Johnny Unitas played against guys who had jobs in the off season. Roger Stallback. Also played against guys that had jobs. Dude, no, dude you're out of pocket, bro. Dan Marino, you're crazy. You're crazy. How do you put Aaron? How do you put him? Up, if if Roethlisberger's five, where's Aaron Rodgers? Uh, I would. He's in the top ten. Aaron Rodgers. He. Listen, listen, all right, give me your top 10. Then. This is ridiculous. No, I just listen, want to know who's, who's in front of put, them. I'm not putting you up there. If you're a choke artist, once the calendar who's number turns six? Who's number six? Who's number six? I don't know. Pick some. Pick some. Oh, bullshit. If you're picking uh, the top Marino. five. We'll go with Marino. All right, Marino at six. Who's seven? We'll go with Breeze. Breeze? Who's eight? Steve Young. Who's nine? Go with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and then who's number 10? Uh, 
throw a let's throw a real curveball on this one. Say Deshaun Watson. With, say Deshaun Watson. Let's say go with, let's go with Michael Vick. Oh my God! So you've lost all your credibility. Where's Brett Favre? <laughs> I could, Where is Brett Favre? Oh yeah, we'll put Brett Favre at ten. At ten? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is better than Brett Favre. Where is where is? No, it's not about who you think is a better player. It's like it's career. Like who's all time greatest? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Where's, is better where's than Brett Jim Favre. Kelly? He's losing. He's losing. Wide left, wide right. <laughs> Four. He's in consecutive chemo. Super Bowls, bro. Do you have any idea how difficult that is? You know, it, no, it, I've gotten accustomed to it. I watched him do it. Next well, time, listen, next time you do it, le- next time you're taking a shit, just pull up like the Bills roster in the 90s. That's when OJ was there. But not in the 90s. Wasn't he? Yeah, I think. No, he's in the, in the 70s, bro. See that old? Yes, bro. You're losing all your credibility right now. The only people you might still have credibility with is people that wear shoes, that wooden shoes, because they have no idea what the fuck we're talking about right now. <laughs> all right. I can't I'm wait. Still put, to, I'm listen. still putting Ben. Ro- Ro- that's ridiculous. Like, I, listen, I wish this podcast was big I, enough that you might, could get. He probably doesn't have the numbers that some of the other guys have. Ben Rothberg is absolute. Stud. I wish, like, the, it's times like these that I wish this podcast never got canceled, and we wouldn't have had like a you know a, a three three star rating on on uh, on Apple. <laughs> <laughs> because I wish we were big enough to where like you could immediately get hate mail, like hate tweets. You know what I mean? Like, I wish that was a thing. Like, whenever we would publish the podcast, I, I hate Ben had, Roethlisberger. I wish we had such is. a following that people would actually get upset with you and start sending you hate tweets because that would literally make my life. Listen, if I could I, read those. I hate Ben Roethlisberger. Can't stand the guy. Great quarterback. Always danger. Always sitting here like, oh, am I going to have to watch this guy in another Super Bowl? Peyton Manning. He always knew he was going to choke. He's always going to choke. He won Super Bowls when he had great defense. You knew Peyton was choking. Every year when the calendar hit January, you're like, oh, Peyton's done being good. I can't wait to hear the running backs. Let's move on to running backs. I'll get. I'll give mine first again because people need to hear something that makes sense, and then we'll we'll dissect yours. I can't wait to hear what this is. I have a feeling all five people are going to be from year 2000 and on. I'm thinking that's going to be your trend. So number one, I don't know. I don't even think this is debatable. I think one, two, and three should be the same on everybody's list in the exact order. I would say Walter Payton, number one. I don't think you could have anybody else number one other than Walter Payton. Number two, I'm actually going to put Jim Brown as number two. This is one where you could flip flop. I, I could flip flop two and three. But for, for on the record, I'm, I'm going to give it to the two older guys. I'm going to give it to, to Sweetness, Walter Payton, number one. Like, that's like the Michael Jordan of the position, right? Like, you, there's really not a much of a debate. Jim Brown was so fucking dominant when he played. 
Like he revolutionized that position. Like he was a god at that position. And then more modern, like I would I would call this like the best running back of modern times, Emmett Smith. You could debate whether one is two or three. I mean, he dude, he dominated, bro. When he was when he Emmett was, Smith at three. Emmett Smith at three. I'm putting Walter Payton number one, Jim Brown number two, Emmett Smith number three, and then number four. If if those are the top three, number four has to be Barry Sanders. And then number five is where I have like five guys that could be number five. Like you can go back in time and go to the older guys. Like you could talk about the Earl Campbells, the Gale Sayers, the OJ Simpsons. Then you also have guys like Adrian Peterson, Marshall Falk, and LaDainian Tomlinson. But I think LT is outside the top five. I think Adrian Peterson could be a number five guy. But you know what? Just I'm, I'm going to pick an older guy. I'm going to go OJ Simpson, number five. <laughs> OJ, number five. Okay, but I'll tell you what, like, we're like, gonna have a couple off on this like one. Earl Campbell, Gail Sayers, and like Adrian Peterson are gonna be like six, seven, eight in any order. I'm gonna go five LT, four Adrian Peterson. See, it's gonna be all people he's seen play. This is what he's Three, gonna do. Barry Sanders, two Walter Payton, one Jim Brown. Where's Emmett Smith? You don't even have Emmett Smith in the top five? No. Emmett Smith played a, behind the best offensive line in the history of football for his entire career. Emmett Smith is a product of longevity and a great offensive line. Say your top five again. This is fucking retarded. Oh, I can't say that. You can't say that. We can't say that word. LTAP. Barry Sanders, Walter Payton, Jim Brown. So you're putting Jim Brown above Walter Payton? He didn't play long enough. Walter Payton okay. was a gazelle, bro. Like, you, like when I mean, Jim, don't get me wrong. Jim Brown's up there. Like, he's my number two guy. But I, I feel like what Tom Brady is at the quarterback position, that's sweetness to the running back position. And Jim Brown's like your, your Peyton Manning guy. I think had he played... A full career, Barry Sanders would be one. Oh, I agree too. The Detroit just killed him, ruined, ruined, ruined the best running back of all time. Where's OJ? Prison. He's is he in prison right now? I don't think he's in prison right now. I think he's out. After 15 years in the league, the Cowboys legend held several NFL records, most notably yeah, is a rushing record, standing Rogers. atop the chart for single season touchdowns, 25 career rushing touchdowns, or I'm sorry, career rushing yards, 18,355 and a career rushing mm-hmm. touchdowns of 164. The latter two marks remain untouched. Okay. Like He's four- one. Like four of his offensive linemen are in the Hall Three-time Super Bowl champion, uh, one-time MVP, four-time All-Pro, and eight-time Pro Bowler. Yeah, uh, no. He's not in the top five? No. 
Like four of his offensive linemen are in the Hall of Fame. No that there could be someone out there so pissed right now I could get my wish. Listen, you can reach Proke on Twitter at I don't even P- think it's debatable. I've seen a bunch of top five lists recently of running backs. Not one of them had Emmett Smith on them. So you're, cop- you're copying other people's fucking lists? No, I read them a while ago. But I, none of them had Emmett Smith. Emmett is, Smith is a product of a great team. Like, Proke's Twitter account. Great team. Please reach out to Proke and let him know what you think of this, by the way. We're the just going to close fan. At pro underscore PRO underscore K underscore VIP. Is that correct? Like you put Emmett Smith ahead of Barry Sa- Barry Sanders was playing behind. Didn't play long like, enough. Didn't play like long they, enough. They put re- Swiss re- cheese re- up and said, I think "These he, are your I, blockers." And I he think he, he retired. He retired when he was like twenty nine. He didn't play long enough. Still had a way ahead of Emmett Smith. No, Emmett Smith has gotten listen though. Like I, I can't even debate you on that. Like that's so think, ridiculous. I don't even think Emmett Smith should be considered. That's so. That's weird. Emmett <laughs> Smith might come in the top ten. At pro underscore k underscore vip, please send him hate tweets. Somebody, listen. There's someone listening right now that's like, "Oh fuck, I don't want to do it." Do it. Just pull your phone out. Get on Twitter. Find him and tell him he's an idiot. Please tell him that. Like. Like if I'm if I'm building a team in all time, like I can build a team with whoever. They're not even considering Emmett Smith. All right, who's like, number six? Who's number six? Earl Campbell. Okay, who's number? I, I would have him around six too. Who's number seven? Gale Sayers. Didn't play very long, but yeah. Um, it's because he had injuries. He had injuries. We had, yeah. Um, okay, who's eight? OJ. Yeah, we go with OJ. Yeah. OJ, all right. He's and in then, there. And then who's nine? You mentioned a name earlier. So here, here's some names that you haven't put out there. Um, Eric Dickerson, Marshall Falk, Tony Dorsett, Franco Harris. Tony Dorsett, I'll put him at nine. Um, Thurman Thomas, Marcus I'll, Allen. I'll put Thurman Thomas at 10. <laughs> Where's Evan Smith, bro? Marcus Allen, 11. Mike Allstott, 12. Mike Allstott, 12. That's goat all, fullback. He wasn't a fullback. He was a fucking running back. I think he started out as a fullback and then he like moved to running back. Is, is same with that guy Peyton Hillis? Yeah. Yeah. Also, only ran one yard at a time. He's a short yard specialist. <laughs> Listen, All Star was All Star was wild with that big ass like neck brace thing, like mountain <laughs> on the back. Yeah. He was he was a fucking animal. His shoulder pads were at the top of his helmet. Yeah, don't tell me he wasn't taking. He had steroids shoulder pads, bro. Yeah, 
Evan Smith might make the top fifteen. You see, that's stupid. That's that's so dumb. I can't. That can't. He owns rushing record. Like I can't believe what you're saying. His offensive line is in the Hall of Fame. Anybody could have run behind that. There was other people that ran back there. I mean, why didn't anybody? No, that's not how the game was then. Who was his backup running backs? There's a good trivia question. There is not. You're a Cowboys fan. Who were? Who was his backup? Uh, Uh. John, uh, Johnson, Moose Johnson was his fullback. That was his fullback. They didn't do, they didn't split carries back in those days. It was one running back, and he carried it every time. I'm asking you though, as a Cowboys fan, who was his backups? Who knows? He didn't play. They didn't split carries in the '90s. All right, listen. I was expecting a large spread of players for receiver because I think after number one and maybe number two, it could be a complete shit show. We could just throw random people in there because there's a lot of receivers that were good outside of like one or two guys. But running backs, I was not expecting you to say he's around like Emmett Smith is around number 15 all time. Is there anybody playing the game right now that you'd put above that has the potential to be better all time than Emmett Smith? Currently, uh, two. Who are they? Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb. <laughs> what about Christian McCaffrey? I don't, he's not. A, well, he's injured all the time. How many years has Chubb been playing? Four? Four or five. It's too early for Chubb. Talk to me when he gets to like eight or nine. I didn't say he is now. Right, but I mean, you, uh, I'm talking about guys that like have a real chance, not like who you want to be. Uh, like r- Right now, Derrick Henry might have a discussion of already being in the top 20. He's had like three seasons of, that were good. Dominant seasons in a passing era. That doesn't put you. You got to have some. some he, he, needs, he needs to get the fuck out of Tennessee and go somewhere and win a couple of Super Bowls. Like the the longest sustained being a relevant running back in the last ten years is outside of Adrian Peterson, who. He hasn't been relevant for quite a while, but was Ezekiel Elliott. He lasted like six years. But he's garbage. Yeah, he's running backs too slow. Too old now. Boss um, but Derek Henry Derek Henry might be in the top twenty, probably top twenty five. What he right. as far he has the potential to probably be a top ten back of all time. He does, but he's going to need he's a quarterback. Gotta, well, he's got to get to another team. It's not going to happen in Tennessee. He's he's got to get to a team. You know, you know where you know where I think he'd be good at. If you put Anywhere. him. No, I'm talking about like win now teams. 
I think he'd be really good at Buffalo or Philadelphia. Could you imagine Derrick uh, Henry on Buffalo or Philly? I could see him on bu- Buffalo runs a more uh, Philly. But I mean, it, it, he would be a dynamic piece of the offense where like you, the offense would change on both teams a little bit. He would be incorporated in their offense. You know what I'm saying? But like, I'm just saying, if like you Philly, take this- they'd have to change the offense quite a bit. He could fit right in. They could just plug him into Buffalo. Philly, Philly does not run. Under but center, they, but they they need to do that though. Is what I'm getting at. Like that's a piece that Philly's missing. You can't rely on your Philly's, quarterback to do that. I don't think that Philly needs anything on offense. They just need a defense. Watch next year; they're not going to be as dynamic on offense. It's it's hard to trick the NFL every single year. Well, People, they they weren't tricking the NFL. They have like elite playmakers. Well, like, but their 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 offense their offense is a little different because of the way the quarterback plays the game. I mean, the, their offense is the same as every other no, team with a mobile quarterback. What teams with a mobile quarterback? Who? Them and the Chiefs run a very similar offense. Not even close. Not you're telling me right now that the quarterbacks are the same on J- both no, teams. They're not the same, but they run a very similar offense. Patrick Mahomes just takes off running less because he's a good passer, and Jalen Hurts is a mediocre passer. Moving on. That's wild. Derrick Henry on the bell. I wonder what his contract looks like with Tennessee. They just signed him to a big one last year? A couple years ago. That'd be crazy if he went to Buffalo. Let's start the rumor. Let's start it. Buffalo would be unstoppable on offense. I like Buffalo to pay for. Buffalo needs wide receivers. All right, moving on to receivers. I can't wait to hear what this shit show is going to sound like. I'll go first. Keep the train going. Number one, Jerry Rice. Can't argue it. Why are you starting from one? Is that what I did last time? Oh, well, I don't know because I feel like it's easier. To, yeah, it's easier to do it that way. You you can do it the other way. That's fine with me. I mean, Jerry Rice is number one. I would put Randy Moss number two. And this is where things get tricky. I would probably go with. Mm. See, I've got like Larry Fitzgerald, Marvin Harrison, kind of the same. I would I would put Fitzgerald Harrison. So number one, Rice. Number two, Moss. Number three, Fitzgerald. Number four, Harrison. Um, number five. Again, you're looking at like the Chris Carter or even like a guy like Steve Largent. Let's go Carter, then Largent. So Carter would be my number five. Largent would be number six. But then you've also got guys like fucking um, 
Calvin Johnson, Tim Brown, Antonio Brown, or, or Terrell Owens. Oh, fuck, Terrell Owens. Um, no, I'll put Terrell Owens number five. Carter's number six. Largent's seven. So, uh, so Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, one and two. Three is Fitzgerald. Um, four is Harrison. Five is Owens. Terrell Owens. Six is Carter. Seven is Largent. What say you? I'll put T.O. five. Randy Moss, four. Crazy. Three. Don't say Irvin. Don't you do it. Three. I'm going to put who? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm waiting for I'm waiting for a homer pick here. There's a homer pick coming. Who's number three? Three, I'm gonna put this is I changed my mind. Five. I'm gonna put this guy five. Lynn Swan. Four TO three Randy Moss two Oh crap. I'm getting rid of Lynn Swan. The good choice. Good choice. Out of your t- top five. I mean, he's a great receiver. Top five all time? Five, I'm putting Tim Brown. Okay. Four TO. Okay. Three Randy Moss. Two Calvin Johnson. That's one right Jerry Rice. Didn't play long enough, dude. Didn't play long enough, man. Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson didn't play long enough. Physically, Calvin Johnson is the best receiver of all time. Don't say no, 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 Physically gifted basketball player. You don't well, think you don't think Randy Moss was physically gifted compared to uh, Calvin Johnson? No. You don't think Jerry Rice is physically gifted? Not compared to Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson is a freak of nature. He's a he's he a what monster. he has he, he has moves like a gazelle. He had. I would not say a gazelle. He moves like Dude a, is a freak he, of nature. He moves like a GI Joe being controlled by a ten year old. Like he was not the fastest guy on the field. He wasn't slow, but he wasn't. Listen, he's not in the top five. You got him at number two. I do. What about Marvin Harrison? What about him? What do you mean? What about him? Where's he his, at? I take his boy. Lynn Swan. I like Lynn Swan. He he had the, I I respect older receivers way more because in those days they were allowed to where, play defense. Where's Steve Largent? I don't know. You don't even know who he is. I know he's some cracker from the Seahawks. <laughs> why why are you using racial slurs? Because I saw him on a. I just saw him and I, I was like, oh, white guy. He must stink. 
Maybe I'll put him and Wes Welker in the same category. He uh, notched eight. Str- Steve Largent notched eight straight, eight consecutive 1,000-yard seasons, including the strike-shortened 1982 season. That's Largent was uh, Largent twice led the NFL in receiving. He finished with 819 catches and over 13,000 yards and, and 100 touchdowns. It's pretty good. And the Walter 1988 Walter Payton uh, Player of the Man of the listen, Year in seven Pro Bowls. Listen, you threw out like 65 where, names. I uh, where is Steve Largent? I don't. The cracker from uh, fucking Portland. Shot. I don't he's know. From, he's, no, he's from Tulsa. Somewhere. He's from Tulsa. He's on cool. there somewhere. Well, you the, 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 you got to respect Steve Largent, bro. Where's Chris Carter? He's on there somewhere. Where's Larry fucking Fitzgerald, bro? Where is Larry? Larry is no, no. Uh, listen, I I was not putting a lot of like. I put, Isaac, Isaac Bruce. He's not in there. He's just outside top ten. I would say. I put Calvin Tio and uh, Randy Moss both caught the the edge of it. What about Antonio Brown? Listen, any like two thousand plus two thousand year two thousand and beyond receiver. It's hard to put in that I category. Called I called it. What I, all your players are? They, it's from what you remember seeing. No, all the. No, years 2000 plus, it's hard to put respect any of those receivers because you're not allowed to play defense. Like, you're not allowed to touch these guys. But, dude, the cream rises to the top, dude. The cream rises to the top. It doesn't matter. Like, like, still got to catch the ball. Look at in Jerry Rice's time. Randy Moss would have never he he weighed like eight pounds. He would have never got off the line. He would have been on his back. Oh my god. Uh he played with Rice. Rainy Moss? Yes. He might have played with Rice in Rice's twentieth season. I don't know. They were on the field at the same time. It was more than one year, I think. Here, I'll look it up. I'll, I mean, this is easily proven. Hold on a second. Keep talking. Keep keep keep, keep spilling us with his nonsense real quick. Keep it going. No, that like uh, in Jerry Rice's time and Tim Brown's time, it was ten times harder to play receiver. You had to be so much more physical than you do in these modern guys' careers. Even Calvin Johnson, but Calvin Johnson, I put because he's on a crappy team and he still dominated despite the fact of everybody's pushing coverage towards him and he's playing on a bad team. All right, he's Rice, just a physical freak. Rice played eighty-five to 1985 to two thousand four. So he caught him in like his Randy Moss played seventeenth season. Randy Moss, <laughs> Randy Moss played. I just want to confirm this. I didn't write it down. Let me just hold on. Let me try it one more time just to confirm this. Randy Moss played. I'll put Randy Ross. Brought up some actor. Um, 1998 to 2012. So their their careers overlapped when six years. 
That's a long time. When they Jerry Rice was like 40. No, for six years, bro. Uh-huh. For six years. So Brady Moss was a, a rookie when Jerry Rice was like 36 years old? I have no idea. I, I that's that would require another Google search. I'm just saying they were all they played in the NFL together for six years. Six years is a long time. Like, they played against each other. Now was Rice dominant during that time? No. No. Was Randy Moss dominant? Yes. Randy Moss was a bigger star than Jerry Rice when they played. That's because he had a big mile. He was part oh. of that, like, super, uh, like, that era of receivers talk so much. Him, T.O., just constantly flapping their mouth. Just Demon. curious what you'd say. We, we didn't prepare for this. Who do you think, though, like, if I say best defensive player in history, what's the first name that pops into your mind? Either Reggie White or Lawrence Taylor. It's got to be Lawrence Taylor. It's got to be Lawrence Taylor. Dion is up there. He's the best. Uh, I, I mean, I He's would, the best pro- cover corner. Well, he, I would just, I mean, forget that tackle. cover stuff. I mean, he was a cornerback. Like, I would put him as best cornerback in history for sure. Well, unless he had to tackle somebody. You know, like tackle. Best, best corner. Um, there's some really good safeties. I mean, Paula Malu comes to mind. I mean, best linebackers got to be Ray Lewis. Ed Reed. Ed Reed, yeah. I mean, there was there was a handful of guys that played really, really. I mean, Steve Atwater. Um, what's that dude that played for the Raiders? Um, the guy that, like, amputated his finger during the fucking. Ronnie Lott. Ronnie Lott. Like, oh, God, that was some good safeties. So. Maybe that's another episode or whatever. I don't know. But, I mean, I was just curious what you say. I mean, I'd say Lawrence Taylor is an edge rusher, though. Like, he was yeah. a 3-4 edge like, rusher. I think. Then you got to put Ray Lewis see, as, like. Ray I didn't Lu- see them play enough, but I Ray think Lu- that- I mean, you, you got old-timers, too, with a linebacker. You got, like, Ray Lewis. You got, um, uh, what's his name from the Bears? Um, middle linebacker, number 51. Buckets. See, this is where. Buckus. It's hard to compare defensive player. Urlacher is good. Uh, yeah, Ray Lewis, Urlacher, and Buckus. Like, statistics skew stuff so much. Like, let's take, let's go with modern game. Uh, Miles Garrett gets all kinds of hype about how dominant he is. All he is is a pass rusher. He takes if if it's not a passing down, he's useless. He doesn't chase down runners. Where Nick Bosa and Micah Parsons, it doesn't matter where the ball is at on the field. They're going to be near it. So it's you. You need to find players that are like never not in the play. All right, here's I just brought this up. So I uh, did a quick search. Uh, Bleacher Report top ten safeties. In NFL history, who do you think is number one? Uh, I'd say it's they're probably going to have either Ed Reed or Palomalu. Number one is Ronnie Lott. Really? And it says he Ronnie Raider. This, right? is, this is what they put here. They put Ronnie Lott is the gold standard of safeties. 
In fact, he's arguably the best defensive back in the history of the game. No one is better than Mr. Lawton. That's what they wrote up here. I'll go with that. All right. Who do you think is number two? I and here's he was a, a linebacker. No, Ronnie Lott. Nah, he was a fucking animal, though. He he played against the Elways, the Kellys, the Marines. Yeah, they were they were built different then. They were way tougher than they are now. Like Steve Atwater is really good too. Like, don't sleep on Steve Atwater. Um, you're not uh, here. Here's a hint for number two. You're not gonna. You're not gonna know who this person is. Okay. So who do you think number two is? I don't know. You just said I don't know who he is. I don't know a lot of old safety. He was he was on the Oilers. Yeah, I'm not gonna know that. Ken Houston. Never heard of him. In 1971, he set an NFL <laughs> record with five touchdown returns. The record would stand until Devin Hester broke it in 2006. So he's a kick returner. He was a 12-time Pro Bowler. Number three. Oh, God, here's a couple of other ones here, too, that I didn't even think of. Number three, though. Not a name that's been mentioned. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1998. Not going to know it. Paul Kraus. Heard that name. Number four. Not going to know this one either. God, they're going old school. Um, Larry Wilson, number four. I I agree with old school. Uh, no, was a number, lot tougher. Number five. All right, this is a more of a modern guy, a guy that's not playing now, but played in our lifetime. Number five, best safety all time. Is it one of the two we mentioned? He's a real big Christian. Tim Tebow. Safety, safety. <laughs> he does. Uh, he did shampoo commercials. Palomalu. Yeah, number five. Don't agree with that. No, who's number six? I've mentioned the name several times. I don't he know. he played with Elway. Maybe towards the end of Elway's career. Steve Atwater. Doc- Oh, number seven is Dawkins on there? Brian yeah, Dawkins? Not yet. Number seven, someone that you mentioned, Ed Reed. Ed Reed. Is John Lynch on there? Number eight. You're not going to know this. This is. It says his name is Emlyn Tunnel. Might be the best safety you've never heard of, have, uh, having played in the late 40s to the early the late 60s. 40s. Well, you got tape on that. <laughs> and then you got this guy here. Number nine, you're not going to know this. Willie Wood. <laughs> Willie Wood, he won. Oh, he was he won the first two Super Bowls. You know who would be on there if he didn't get shot and killed? Oh, yeah, for sure. Sean Taylor. Absolutely. Dude is an absolute machine. Um, number 10 is Deron Cherry. This is wild. Number 11 is Yale Larry. How is Ed Reed not on this list yet? He is. He's number seven. He's number seven. Then uh, Brian Dawkins is number 13. (laughs) Darren Sharper, number 14. 
He was he was fun to watch. D- Donnie Shell number fifteen. And we still haven't said someone. Maybe was he a safety or corner? Uh, number sixteen, Darren Woodson. Darren Sharper. He no, number seventeen, John Lynch. He was. He probably threw. He probably caught uh, Peyton Manning's most famous touchdown pass. Did I? Where I just finished the top twenty and didn't see Rod Woodson. Where the fuck's Rod? He Woodson? was a cornerback. Was he a corner? I thought he was a safety. No, he was a. I think he was a corner. We're about to find out. Hold on a second. I thought he was a... Yeah, he was. He's a Michigan guy. You should know this. Charles Woodson's a Michigan guy. Oh, yeah. Rod Woodson for the Steelers. Fuck. I was thinking... I was looking at Charles Woodson's name and yeah, but both of them, really. I know Charles was a corner for sure. All right. I got. They've got top 50. I'm not going to go through the top 50, but I am curious who the top 10 corners are. Deep Prime... Wait a minute. This is wild. This is wild. Prime isn't in the top three. This is Bleacher Report. Uh, is is uh number one? You're not. You you would never know who this is. I'll give you a hint. He played for the fucking Lions. The Detroit Lions. His name is Dick Lane. Never heard of him. <laughs> Number one, bro. Number one. Is that real? Is that Dude, a real can name? Can you see this? <laughs> Who the fuck is Dick Lane? Why does that seem like a fake name? Like Dick Lane, you know what I mean? Like Please a vagina. Please that Darrell Revis is in the top ten. Number two is Rod Woodson. Number three is Mel Blunt. I've heard good things about Mel Blunt. Number four is Prime. Well, that's because he didn't tackle. Then how is number five Ron- Ronnie Lott? He was just on the safety. Did he play both? What is happening? Dual threat, here? baby. Yeah, that was a top fifty here. I got the top ten cornerbacks from Bleacher Report. This is a different article, but this is just the top ten. Let's see if this changes anything. Yeah, something's changed on here. Okay. Number one, they've got Willie Brown. He played sixty-three to seventy-eight for the for the Broncos and the bro. You're 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 just FYI. You're moving this. uh, Mm -hmm. Sounds like you're giving your mic a blowjob right now. I don't know what you're doing, jacking it off or something. Um, Number two is Dion in this article. Number three is Rod Woodson. Number four is Mel Blunt. Number five is Charles Woodson. Six, Mike Haynes. Seven, Lim Barney. Eight, Dick Night Train Lane. I've heard of the Night Train Lane. Mm-hmm. 52 to 65. Number nine, Daryl Green. Forgot about Daryl Green. He was pretty good. And 10 is Ty Law. I don't disagree with that list. But that's that's crazy that Probably you... not to put... I don't know. Ty Law, I've seen play, and I've seen Antonio Cromartie. Not Antonio Cromartie. He knocks up everybody. Uh, Darrell Revis. Darrell Revis was fun to watch play football. That guy, you you put him on a receiver, any receiver, in in an era that you're not allowed to touch them, 
and he was blanketed all no, day. I don't think. I don't think he's in the top ten. Because you you got to think of how like there's there's immediately there's at least two if not three times as many starting cornerbacks in the NFL on each team as there are quarterbacks. What? So there's just a lot more players to choose from in the pool of like greats. So I'm like there's a lot of guys. Unreal. There there might be. And this is where I I will take I will do the reverse of the offensive player and I will give a benefit to the to the modern defensive the modern corner over the old corner cuz back in the day you could just punch the dude in the face off the line oh my knock God. him on his back and it was fine. What is back in the day? What does back in the day mean? Even in not even in Deion Sanders, like him and Andre Risen were throwing punches at the line. What about what's that dude that got in a fight with uh Finnegan? Yeah. But yeah, but he uh he got booted out of the game. So, so did Andre. It was Andre Brown, right? Who was it? Andre Ryzen. No, it wasn't Ryzen. That was against Dion. No, Finnegan was the guy from Texans, number 80 from the Texans. What was his name? Oh, Andre Johnson. Johnson. Johnson's what it was. He was a really good receiver. Not top but 20, still, though. But still, you get their physical and they get booted. Dion and Andre Ryzen, I don't even think he got penalties. They just start whacking each other in the helmets. Like it's it was super physical then. It was easier to defend receivers. Now you have to be so much faster and anticipate where they're gonna go. I don't know if that's it, harder it takes now or not, way dude. Way more skill at corner now than it did. I don't that. know if that's true or not, dude. Because I mean more physicality. Deion Deion Sanders went up against the best uh, receiver of all time. Yeah, quite a bit. All right, so what what are your tight ends? Who's who's the number uh, one tight one, end? One Gronk, two Kelsey. Uh three Tony Gonzalez. And then there's a bunch of whatevers. Meh. Where's Aaron Hernandez t- would have been up there if he didn't murder. Where where, where's Tony Gonzalez? Three. That's you're wild. No, that's not wild. Where's Antonio Gates? Put it four. And where's Gronk? One. <laughs> There's no way. Yes. Where's Shannon Sharp? We'll go with five. How about Kellen Winslow? 1,500. <laughs> no, you, no you're, we're not talking about the same one. Kellen Winslow played from 79 to 87. It's his dad. Somewhere after Shannon Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> what about Ozzie Newsom? Sure, after that. Mike Dicka, bro? Where's Mike Dicka? Mike Dicka was a tight end. <laughs> yeah, yes. Where's Jason Witten, bro? Ooh, he's in the top 10. Kelsey. 
But Dave, still, Dave, the, there, there's five guys at tight end are in a league of their own. What, what about what about what about the fucking worst Super Bowl color guy in history of Super Bowls, Greg Olson? What about him? He was a tight end. He was Jimmy Graham. He had a good year. What about Ben Coates? Who? <laughs> ben Coates. He was on. Why? Why are you naming like random? What about Dallas Clark? He was good. I just don't think you remember he's these not, guys. He's not in. Like, there's a few of. Tony, uh, Dallas Tony, Clark had a couple good seasons that Peyton Manning threw it to him. T- Tony Clark was. Uh, I'm sorry, Tony Gonzalez. Gronk, Kelsey, and the other three we named are like miles ahead of the rest. I would say Witten is up there too. I would. He's all Tony Gonzalez is number one. Gronk is number two. Um, probably putting Antonio Gates number three. I think Gronk's biggest knock on Gronk. I don't think Gronk. Then Kelsey number four or five. Gronk's the best receiving tight end. He didn't play long enough either, dude. He didn't. He played quite a while. He didn't play. No, but he was injured and stuff. But he didn't play. He didn't have enough seasons. Did he play like, like 12 years? I don't know. You have to look it up. But he didn't have a full, a nice full long career. I mean, he could still be playing now, dude. Um, but. uh, No, he's too old. But it, it, you put Gronk on the Jaguars. Is he still a top three all-time tight well, end? The team you play for matters. Well, I mean, look at Antonio Gates. He played on a decent team, but they weren't dominant by any means. He had. Philip Rivers thrown to him his entire career. Philip Rivers is not fucking Tom Brady, bro. Not even close. Like Philip Rivers, he is he even in the top thirty quarterbacks Phillip all Rivers time? Threw for a bazillion yards, dude. Is Philip Rivers even in the Doesn't top matter. thirty all time? He, he threw for eight Gron- million yards. Gronk had Belichick and Tom Brady, bro. He also had. A lot of other guys around him. Gronk cannot be number one. He, he by default he can't be number one. Didn't play long enough, and he only produced with the best, arguably the best quarterback of all time and the best coach of all time. Now, does that make him a good player? Yeah, for sure. He definitely performed, but you you can't put him in front of Tony Gonzalez, dude. Oh, for sure. No way. Mm-hmm. Kelsey hasn't played long enough. Kelsey's got the opportunity to be a top three. He's like right there with Gronk. Like It'd be like Tony, Gronk, Kelsey, but Kelsey's not there yet. Kelsey's like five. 11 years for Gronk. Yeah, he didn't play long enough. How it's long like, are you supposed to play? In some, but how many of those years was he? did he play less than half the games? One. No. No way. He had... A season 2013, he played seven games. 2016, he played eight. And then ne- every other year, he played at least 11. Tony Gonzalez, Rob Gronkowski, Shannon Sharp, Antonio Gates, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey's probably got the heat. What's he had like four years? But Kelsey has a chance of beating Gronk. 
He's got, yeah. he's got, but you see, you got to have a good quarterback situation. You got to have a good offense. Like the offense has got to be made for you too. Mm-hmm. He's got that with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. If they can figure out for those three guys to stay together for as long as possible, you have a Tom Brady, Gronkowski, Belichick type of thing going on there. Oh, wow. He's been around longer than I thought. How long has Kelsey been around? Uh, eight years. Probably just finished his eighth season. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, yeah, you're still crazy. I just want to be be clear on yes. this. You, Ten thousand yards receiving already. You you have you this have you have Brett Favre outside of the top ten quarterbacks. You have. Emmett Smith outside the top 15 running backs. Well, he's probably inside of 15. That's crazy. But I think we had the same on all of them. Both had Tom Brady. Both had uh, um, Sweetness, Gary, um, Walter Payton. Both had Jerry Rice. And both had, well, no, our number ones were different. I have Tony Gonzalez. You have Gronkowski. That's crazy. That's a little wild, but you can, uh, you can reach out to Proke again at, um, on Twitter and share your opinions with them. Um, at pro P R O underscore K underscore V I P. Is that correct? Is that your handle? I think so. Uh, we had Tony Gonzalez was 1997 to 2013, 16 years. And it, but that was a healthy 16 years. Gronk Gronk had many. He had a season where he missed the entire year. Then he had like several, like three or four seasons where he only played like half the games, dude. He had he had uh, two. No, because when you're only playing eight and seven games, you're saying there was only two seasons where he only played less than eight games. There's there's only there was only one season that he played less than eight. There was another one where he played eight. Yes. And then af- after that, he played at least 11 in every other season. That's missing five games. At- Tony Gonzalez. Gronkowski said- was hurt all the time, dude. Yeah, I don't even think this is close. Gonzalez has just played longer. Gonz- Gonzalez is like the just- goat, bro. That's not even close, dude. No. Gonzalez is number one. No way. Yeah, oh, God. Reach him at Proke. It's at Pro underscore K underscore VIP. You can reach us on Instagram at Clubhouse VIP POD and Twitter at Clubhouse VIP POD. That's at Clubhouse VIP pod. Yeah, this is why this is I just wish more people listen to the show so that way you would get a bunch of hate mail. It would be coming. Um and again we got Liv coming up this week, the the Mayakoba. They're in Mexico. I might change my mind on this one. In the tight ends. You have to put Tony Gonzalez Kelsey, number one. Kelsey won. Oh my god. Kelsey's almost got almost You're telling Matt- me. Kelsey's almost matched uh, 
Tony Gonzalez career numbers in in almost half in about half of the time. So right now, you're saying Travis Kelsey is the greatest tight end to ever play NFL football. It might be. No, 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 no. I'm not asking for a might. I'm asking you just said you're changing it. Are you putting Travis Kelsey as number one all-time greatest NFL tight end? Maybe. It's a yes or a no, bro. It's no weird sound. Who is the number one greatest tight end to ever play NFL football? I'll give it to I'll give it to Travis Kelsey. Because he, he does he does more uh he does more of the ugly tight end stuff than uh Gronk does. And on that note, we'll end it there. See you next week. You don't have to be a good golfer to be accepted in the group. What is the tallest mammal? It's either a giraffe or an elephant. I don't remember if a giraffe is a mammal. The new media is here to stay, and we're taking this thing over. You know why? Because people don't want to hear that old, dried up, tired stuff that you're talking about. Nobody want to hear that no more. Oh,